in the ESV for September 18th. It's going to be 2 Corinthians chapter 10. I, Paul, myself, entreat you by the meekness and gentleness of Christ. I who am humble when face to face with you, but bold toward you when I am away. I beg of you that when I am present, I may not have to show boldness with such confidence as I count on showing against some who suspect us of walking according to the flesh. For though we walk in the flesh, we are not waging war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. We destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to obey Christ, being ready to punish every disobedience when your obedience is complete. Look at what is before your eyes. If anyone is confident that he is Christ's, let him remind himself that just as he is Christ's, so are we. For even if I boast a little too much of our authority, which the Lord gave for building you up and not for destroying you, I will not be ashamed. I do not want to appear to be frightening you with my letters, for they say his letters are weighty and strong, but his bodily presence is weak and his speech is of no account. Let such a person understand that what we say by letter when absent, we do when present. Not that we dare to classify or compare ourselves with some of those who are commending themselves. But when they measure themselves by one another and compare themselves with one another, they are without understanding. But we will not boast beyond limits, but will boast only with regard to the area of influence God assigned to us to reach even to you, for we are not overextending ourselves as though we did not reach you, for we were the first to come all the way to you with the gospel of Christ. We do not boast beyond limit in the labors of others. But our hope is that as your faith increases, our area of influence among you may be greatly enlarged so that we may preach the gospel in lands beyond you without boasting of work already done in another's area of influence. Let the one who boasts boast in the Lord. For it is not the one who commends himself who is approved, but the one whom the Lord commends. That's our reading. And the Apostle Paul says something that's very interesting here in the second verse, which is that he says, uh, I beg of you that when I am present, I may not have to show boldness with such confidence as I count on showing against some who suspect us of walking according to the flesh so it's like paul uh doesn't want to put on this big strong confident uh front uh around believers 
because he wants to be vulnerable. He wants to talk about his spiritual journey. He wants to encourage the faith. But when he goes out there and has to deal with the lost, he's got to be strong. He's got to be confident and bold in order to survive. Now, that sounds like, okay, Paul is two-faced in his approach to the world, but I say not so much because the Apostle Paul is uh, the seminal, one of the you know foremost uh, personalities of the New Testament, and he was constantly being jailed. Uh, he got beaten. He was beaten to the point of death and dragged outside of the city. So he could be a little jaded against the lost. And also, though, like I think that is a good way for uh, believers to handle their affairs is when they get out into the world, they have to realize that people who don't know the Lord, they are prone to cheating and lying, stealing uh, and dishonesty. And so, like, you have to accept that when you deal with uh, business. I mean, when you deal in business in order to make a living, because live, making a living is a necessity in life. And But when you're around believers, that's a good time to be vulnerable about your spiritual walk, whether you have had a dark uh, past or you have maybe you have addictions or family issues or emotional problems that you want to talk about. It's a good uh, practice to be vulnerable around believers because if they shun you when you've been honest and vulnerable, honesty and vulnerability, like, you can't separate them because somebody who is dishonest, they're not really being vulnerable, right? Uh, but, uh, you know, if you find believers who hear your spiritual journey and they hear the bad parts of it and they say, hey, you know what? I've been through that too. Or they say, you know what? You can come back. You can improve. And the Lord is still here. And the Lord can forgive that. All right. And that is, that's how, that's the litmus test of who good believers are. Because if they can't take another believer because of what the believer says when they're vulnerable, then that's, that's people, that's a country club, right? That's buddies. That's guys who want to drink beer and cook out and talk a bunch of smack about going to heaven without being in the spiritual journey. And the spiritual journey will be hard, and it will be rough, and it's going to be painful, right? But when you find uh, believers who take the bad parts of your vulnerability and they don't react in a way to shun you or ostracize you. Instead, they say, hey, like, you made that mistake. I made that mistake. So here we are together, and we're going to move forward as believers, arm in arm. And we're going to continue to believe in God for the miracles and uh, praise uh, Jesus for giving us our salvation. Those are your people. The rest of the people, don't do it. Even if they're in a church... It turns into a country club, and dudes think that you're not cool because, you know, you went to jail or something, even though you have faith now. Those are the wrong people, okay? 
So that's how I feel about that. Thank you for joining me. Come back tomorrow, and I'll even have a shorter, uh, keep it under the seven minutes tomorrow. Uh, be blessed, my friends, and go with God.